0: On Thursday and Friday, there was no cost-of-living crisis in New Zealand. Yesterday, however, the Prime Minister announced that we have a global energy crisis after Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Well aware that she was looking out of touch and obdurate, the PM decided over the weekend she had to respond to calls to help New Zealanders who are struggling to pay the rent, fill the car and put food on the table. And so, yesterday, Cabinet decided that they would offer some relief. Tampering with GST was too complicated. Grant Robertson, the finance minister, called it a massive administrative job. And he's right, it is. But reducing fuel excise duties and road user charges by 25 cents a litre each for the next three months is easy. And thus, with a stroke of a pen, it was done. Interestingly, removing fuel tax and GST on fruit and veg were the two things Economists from the left and the right said should not be done in a column and stuff over the weekend. They were both asked for their views on what would offer relief to struggling families. Both of them said don't touch the fuel excise tax, don't touch GST. They preferred more direct financial assistance for struggling families. One of them, Dr Eric Compton from the New Zealand Initiative, was interviewed yesterday and he says rather than the fuel tax being reduced, it has just been shifted.
1: Well, it's more of a tax shift than a tax reduction. So it's shifting part of the cost of dealing with the roads and maintaining them and building them from user charges, which is what petrol excise and road user charges typically are, over onto the general tax base. There's no real good economic case for doing that in response to a war in Ukraine. Yeah.
0: So there we go. I'm mean, sorry about the quality, and that was early edition. Sorry, not yesterday. Um, he's basically saying that the people who use the roads pay the taxes that then build the roads. By removing that, the roads are going to be built anyhow. So the money will just come out of the general pool, so there's no economic sense for doing so. The opposition parties have given the government a fail as well, in a shocking twist. National says the petrol, petrol tax tweaks will provide some relief, but don't address the wider cost of living crisis. Christopher Luxon says adjusting tax thresholds is the answer. Act leader David Seymour says, well, I would deliver a carbon tax refund policy. He says that would give back $750 to a family of four every year. And if you wanted to make that sort of saving under Labour's fuel tax cuts, you'd have to buy 3,000 litres of petrol per year. And the Green Party says direct payment supports are the better, greener way to go. But nonetheless, the government has responded and really, being seen to respond is more important than the actual solution right now for the government. The government's pointing to the cavalry coming to the aid of hard-hit families as of April 1. Look, said the PM, sounding ever so slightly aggrieved. We've got all these payments coming your way. Working for families is up an average of $20 a week. Supers going up $52 a fortnight. That's if you're single. More than a million people will receive the winter energy payment on May 1. We're the government. We're here to help. Look, just hold on till April 1, for heaven's sake, you ungrateful swine. But they had to be seen to respond immediately. Christopher Luxon scored a hit with the cost of living crisis. We all know. We all know it's way more expensive right now to do anything than it was six months ago. So whether reducing the fuel excise tax is going to help you materially or not, What's important in terms of the government's optics is that they have been seen to respond, finally.